The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. So we're discussing the major social media outage that happened uh, Monday evening for us here in the UAE, and we'd love to hear uh, how this story has affected you. So join the conversation at 4215. Uh, but to recap, uh, Facebook's social media platforms and messaging apps, including Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram went down for almost six hours, impacting more than 3.5 billion users around the world. And people have been relying on these apps for years to keep in touch with friends and family. A lot of people have also been using these apps for work as well. So this was a very disruptive outage. Well, Facebook's founder Mark Zuckerberg has now apologized for the disruption and also offered some explanation as to why it might have occurred. Yeah, first of all, he said that Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp uh, and Messenger are coming back online. Sorry for the disruption today. I know how much you rely on your store or on our services to stay connected with the people you care about. And in a separate uh, blog post, Facebook officially revealed that the root cause of this outage was a faulty configuration change. The company asserted that this outage also impacted many of the internal tools and systems that Facebook uses in its day-to-day -day operations, which complicated its attempts to quickly diagnose and also resolve the problem. So Facebook explained that our engineering teams, they have learned that configuration changes on the backbone routers that coordinate network traffic between our data centers caused issues that interrupted this communication. And this disruption to network traffic had a cascading effect on the way our data centers communicate, bringing our services to a halt. So we also have no evidence that user data was compromised as a result of this downtime. And uh, uh, WhatsApp also apologized on Twitter and confirmed that the service will gradually return online. Apologies, they said apologies to everyone who hasn't been able to use WhatsApp. Uh, we're starting to slowly and carefully get WhatsApp working again. Thank you so much for your patience. We will continue to keep you updated when we have more information to share. Now, this whole thing really did uh, affect um, uh, Zuckerberg's uh, rank actually, uh, or his, his share, uh, Facebook share price cost. Now, the drop in Facebook share price cost, um, it cost the co-founder and CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, who owns about 15% of the company's stock, about more than $6 billion in personal wealth. And that just knocked him down a notch in the rankings of the world's richest people. He was, I believe, number five on the top 10. Now he's number six. And uh, Facebook shares, they took roughly a 5% hit on Monday amid the hours-long outage impacting the social media giant along with Facebook-owned Instagram and WhatsApp as well. Yeah, I mean, looking at the uh, the, the damage it caused um, Facebook or the outage, the level of outage, they say that some 10.6 million problems were reported. It had effectively disconnected uh, Facebook data centers globally. And what uh, has happened is that the Facebook's audit tool had a bug and failed to stop the command that caused the outage to an extent they say that the Facebook headquarters was in complete meltdown and uh, some of the employees uh, well they couldn't even access the internal emails and those employees who were able to fix this issue weren't even able to access the building and this is uh, this is where it got very very tricky and I'm sure they were in a, in a bit of a state of bother I can uh, easily imagine 
how they went through because we've we've discussed this earlier that we've come across such uh, disruptions before but they've only lasted a matter of a few minutes maybe a couple of hours this is six whole hours this is um uh, this also came at the right time because for us here in the UAE, it came around 8 p.m. So we could have gone to bed earlier. And I think a lot of our influencers based here in the UAE um, opened their hearts out and talking about how they missed their munchkin followers I and just, couldn't connect with them. I, I just love the memes that yeah. work. I mean, there were like endless, endless memes on this. And one of my favorites is... Uh, a cat um, basically hugging a, a Wi-Fi router and saying, I'm sorry, I blamed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, we, all those, did. Yeah. We, all, we all thought it was like the problem with our like, sure. Wi-Fi. Or, I kept turning off the Wi-Fi and then switching to the 4G and then switching back to Wi-Fi. I'm like, what's... Then, and then the I, switched, I switched my phone off and switched it on. I didn't know what was the, 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 the cause. I never thought it would be from them for some reason. Yeah, and then uh, probably not uh, best of all ideas to... Uh, gets in touch with Rania's uh, fellow whistleblowers as oh, well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My friends are the... Who <laughs> uh, should be on IGCF. Who should have gone to IGCF. They, they love uh, spreading rumors, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of whistleblowers, that's going to be our discussion up next. Yeah, certainly. Facebook... Uh, I mean, this outage is the least of Facebook's trouble at the moment because a former data scientist from Facebook has now brought revelations and it might be the most threatening scandal in Facebook's history. What did she say in her testimony? Stay tuned for that discussion. The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is Pulse 95. Well, Facebook is definitely facing a historic crisis. Revelations brought to light from whistleblower Francis Hogan, a former data scientist at Facebook. It has led to what may be the worst threatening scandal in the company's history so far. So what's going on? Well, the pressure was basically turned up uh, on Tuesday when Hagen testified before a Senate uh, subcommittee. She basically provided a clear and detailed glimpse inside the secretive tech giant. She said Facebook harms children, sows division, and also undermines democracy in pursuit of breakneck th- uh, th- growth and also astronomical profits, as she says. Past controversies over Facebook's role in Russian attempts to influence, for example, the 2016 election and the social network's uh, lax handling of user data in the Cambridge uh, Analytica case were basically crises that rocked the company and spurred internal reform. But the fury that Hoggins' revelations have set off is definitely different, and there's so many reasons why it is different. Certainly, Rania, and uh, we're also expecting to see a lot of uh, regulation in the books uh, in the future uh, as governments try to clamp down on the power and influence of uh, Facebook and similar massive social media platforms. So what did the former Facebook employee say? Well, at a Capitol Hill hearing, uh, she said uh, to U.S. lawmakers, the Facebook sites and apps, quote, harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy. She said that Facebook is used to deepen divides, destabilize democracies, and make young girls and women feel bad about their bodies. Uh, she also told senators that the only answer is that we must act now 
as well. And uh, uh, furthermore, uh, both Republican and Democratic senators were united, uh, being vocal about the need for change at Facebook, uh, a rare topic of agreement between Republicans and Democrats. Uh, but uh, Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal said the damage to self-interest and self-worth inflicted by Facebook today will haunt a generation. He said big tech now faces the big tobacco jaw-dropping moment of truth. Uh, and he's referring here to how tobacco companies in the past used to hide the harmful effects of their products. You used to see those ads back in the 50s, a doctor recommending Marlboros. But now it's a very, very different time. And they might be looking at regulating the platform further now. Yeah, they might be. Um, I, I mean, the biggest way of to charge up the uh, the senator or even uh, your uh, public is to say that it is threatening democracy. How dare they? <laughs> I think that's one great way of uh, of, of charging up the uh, the general public and sentiments. But I think uh, they had also come up with this idea of launching Instagram Kids. And uh, the, the, imagine if that that had launched, and then the scrutiny would have appeared. It would have been far worse for them. And uh, Facebook says they, they they do not agree with Miss Hogan's characterization of the many issues she's testified about, but it did agree that it's time to be, to begin to create standard rules for the uh, internet. They say it's been 25 years since the rules for the internet have been updated, and instead of expecting the industry to make societal decisions that belong to legislators, it is time for Congress to act. So they've thrown the ball back onto. Uh, them uh, and saying that look if you want to regulate it you know by all means go ahead but uh, we're playing by the rules at the moment so this is where it's going to get uh, very interesting especially when these uh, and these threats are being thrown about that they are harming families and even harming uh, democracy yeah and looking further into what Hagen uh, is claiming she told Congress that Facebook consistently chose to maximize its growth rather than implement safeguards on its platform such as it hid from uh, from the public and government officials internal research that uh, illuminated the harms of facebook products she said the result has been more division more harm more lies more threats and more combat in some cases this dangerous online talk has led to actual violence that harms and even kills people now before hagen left the social network she actually copied thousands of pages of confidential documents and shared them with lawmakers, regulators, and also the Wall Street Journal, which published a series of reports called the Facebook Files. And she said that during my time at Facebook, I came to realize a devastating truth. Almost no one outside of Facebook knows what happens inside Facebook. Mm -hmm. And she told Congress the company um, intentionally hides vital information from the public, from the U.S. government, and also from governments all around the world. Yeah, and what she was saying was that uh, Facebook targeted young users despite knowing the harms that they experienced browsing these social media platforms. Uh, for instance, the former Facebook employee leaked a study by Facebook that found that 13.5% of UK teen girls say their suicidal thoughts became more frequent. Another leaked study found that 17% of teen girls say their eating disorders got worse after using Instagram, another internal study found that 32% of teen girls said that they felt bad about their bodies and that Instagram made them feel worse. Uh, and the former employee said that despite those indicators, uh, the platform continued to target children under the age of 13 with, quote, addictive products, despite the app requiring users to be 13 and older as well. 
I mean, the greatest solution is don't use the platform. Uh, if you're to, not to, happy. If you're not happy yeah. about it, really. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, obviously the discussions are a bit more in-depth and, and, and far, looking at far greater issues than just a simple solution of just start, if you think it's harming you mentally or, or even physically, then don't use it. Um, but uh, but let's see what, what happens after this hearing uh, and should re- rules regarding internet change. But for the time being, we do know that the Instagram kids that was in the planning uh, was no longer uh, going to go ahead so so that it's uh, that is uh, the, the good news uh, to see and uh, and understand uh, but uh, we are talking about the good and purposes of Instagram sometimes it can make you money uh, <laughs> i know it makes influencers money but uh, it can also make you money should you be uh, a person with not that many influencers or not that many followers but still love to share your production and content because if you make a video uh, filming Sharjah of, or aerial videography of Sharjah and, and post it on your social media couple of steps firstly you'll tag Pulse95 Radio to get our attention then you'll use the hashtag Sharjah above to get the Emirates attention and uh, you'll post that video uh, it should be a cool video and then just uh, pray for good luck because eventually you could win 10,000 dirhams. If you think your video is not good enough, you can win 7,000 dirhams as a runner-up. So there is so much uh, to celebrate and uh, and wonder as well. So guys, get sharing, get filming and get flying. So you have a machine that can film while flying. Yep, it's called a drone. Yep, here is an incentive to get up and above. Get aerial and shoot beautiful Sharjah. The first two winners will get 10,000 dirhams each. Pulse95 wants you, drone filmmakers, to enter. From Sharjah above, with love. From Sharjah above, with love. It's a 60-second challenge. We want to see cleverly edited Sharjah from above stories no more than that 60 seconds long. Upload and post an awesome video to all of your social media accounts. Mention at Pulse95 Radio and use the hashtag Sharjah above. Sharjah above to fly into the big prize draw. Shoot from above with love and win 10,000 cash. Cash. Pulse on the air and in the air. It's Pulse Pulse 95. 95. Brought to you by Omnis Influencers.